Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo!
Voice Chat for the week of June 9th, 2016. I am your host, Jose Otero, and fooled you. We have an audio version of NBC, contrary to what you may have read on Twitter. Joining me this week, Brian Altano. What's up? Are we going to put up this video just like on, on YouTube with just like a picture of a mushroom or something for a photo? No, no video this week. <laughs> okay. They, they, they so will be mad. They will be very It's upset, an unnumbered but, um, episode. Okay. Yeah, we're in the middle of a transition and stuff's getting taken apart, but we want to give you something, so here we are in audio form. And also joining us once again, the knowledgeable, as always, uh, German wonder child, Per Schneider. I'm not wearing pants. That's great detail. So, uh, some more great details for you is that NVC, uh, first of all, is on YouTube. If you weren't sure, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Nintendo the Voice Chat. Not but this one. Also, <laughs> not this episode, but also, we have a live show at E3 next week. Next week, the Electronic Entertainment Expo is here once again. It's exciting. Uh, lots of announcements coming from other companies. Uh, maybe some announcements coming from Nintendo, we've, but we've already commiserated enough about how bar, how low the bar has been set. Pear, why don't you give folks a quick rundown on when they can find us? Sure. So for uh, for our Nintendo coverage and, and NVC Live, uh, come to IGN on Tuesday, the 14th of June at 8.30 a.m. That's our IGN Nintendo pre-show where we lead into the digital event. And mm-hmm. so once that's going, you can well, watch... Treehouse Live in Yeah, Treehouse Live, yeah. right? Then you can watch Treehouse Live um, and we'll have an 11 a.m. IGN Nintendo post-show. So yeah. that's the... And that's NVC. That right? is that basically... Is yeah. Your live edition of NVC with our reactions to what we've seen from Nintendo so far. But IGN's E3 show, I mean, we have over 70 game demos from the show floor, including, you know, some stuff, obviously, from Nintendo that you can look forward yeah. to. Um, and Brian but, will be making fun videos. Make sure you yeah. can check that out as yeah. well. Yeah, lots of stuff we're doing you have up, up at noon, noon right? live, um, 4 to 5 p.m. on Sunday night. I'm also hosting a panel for Mafia 3, basically brand new footage reveal on IGN. For the Italian? Yeah, they, the yeah, for the Italian. Yeah, um, right. And then we'll be hosting live show demos all week. We're doing booth tours. We're doing 360 videos. We're doing, God, there's just so Which, much. There's everything. Yeah. I mean, every every show is represented. So if you follow the other podcasts, there will be live editions yep. of those. The whole thing kicks off on Sunday already. So E3, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending who you are, whether you're organizing or you're watching, is now much longer, right? We kick off mm-hmm. on Sunday. Right afternoon, you can watch the EA pre-show on IGN. Then you can watch the entire EA conference. And you can do so on the IGN website, mobile, desktop, whichever one you prefer, on the IGN native apps. um, It'll be right in the top story for the first time on Apple TV. If you like hanging out on Facebook, you you can watch us live there. You can watch us on YouTube. You can watch us on Twitch. You can watch us on Roku. You can watch us on PlayStation and Xbox One. So, you know, whichever platform you want, you can put it on your TV screen at home, chill, or, you know, sneak it under the table at work. Sweet. All right. So, uh, speaking of sneaking... NX, VR, WTF, what is going on? So this week, <laughs> uh, in a publicity stunt that will never be forgotten, uh, and one that sent people down a, a very crazy rabbit hole, a uh, developer uh, at, well, the studio's name is Zokrock Laboratories, and they're working on an exploration-style game called Riverside, which, in their announcement trailer for it, said, uh, quote, it's in development for Nintendo NX and Oculus Rift. Yeah. So hang on a minute. Speculation uh, one machine. Of those, one of those platforms is a virtual reality machine. It's a peripheral. It's something you, you add to your, your, your computer. So, of what course, well, speculation immediately was, okay, that means Nintendo you know, is working on VR. There was a rumor earlier. I don't even know where it came from, but it was, uh, it said that Nintendo delayed the NX in part to get VR right and stuff, you know, which is, um, 
We'll see. It would be this an interesting fall. about mm-hmm. face, I'll say that, being that yes. the company has shied away from talking about anything related to VR. And in fact, Nintendo's sort of motto slash approach to a lot of its games is everyone in the living room can do something together. Yeah. And when, when you put a helmet on someone, I, that does make things a little more challenging. Right. However, folks immediately said, oh, well, this could be like Google Cardboard, right? Where they yeah. could just, it could be maybe low cost in some way. I don't know if Nintendo would do that. It, However, we are talking about a company that did stick AR into your 3DS as just a tech demo-y thing. Yeah. Augmented and, reality. And so I, I think, you know, in order for you to get noticed by by the mainstream, you're going to have to talk VR later this year because there is so much VR talk, right? Like everybody who's tried it says, okay, we're not right it's maybe the time is not right for mass consumer um, VR experiences, but you know PlayStation VR sure is trying, and uh, everybody who tries it thinks it's cool. Yeah. You may you know you may not agree, sure. and so Nintendo is going to talk VR at one point, and if you have a handheld or a handheld screen with an accelerometer in built in you done. can do VR you yeah. can strap it to you your need face a better processor. You, you could do it with a DS if it didn't have the two screen well, like uh, setup yeah, you need more than that though you need a better processor but to you would get off. you would get sick right if the yeah. frame rate is too low you will feel sick and on, so phones can already bit. do it let's back up a little bit cuz the developer was tweeted out by a lot of people about this and he basically said i have no dev kit of course so not. i can only hope nx is a VR machine this is not a confirmation of that and in fact Later clarified on Twitter that Riverside is in development for basically non-VR. So he wants to bring it to Xbox One and it'll run on your PC without your Oculus. Yeah, and so that's – I mean the lesson – the lesson learned is, you know, ask questions when you see an announcement like that. They, they are always, before a platform is out, there are lots of game announcements where, right. you know, indies and some major studios will say, we're going to make this for all platforms. And you can either infer that that means the unreleased NX or sometimes they will even say, oh, yeah, it'll be on NX. Whether that's going to happen is up in the air. Yeah, but it, it does feel in some part a little disingenuous to be putting a label and intent for bringing it to that platform when you're not even working on it. Like, I'm sorry. And I don't want to, you know, say anything super negative about the developer. And I'm sure he had good intentions because he wanted to get attention. Yeah. But that kind of publicity stunt to me just seems wrong. Like, I'm sorry. You're kind of yeah. toying with people a little bit. There was another trailer for something else, I thought, that had an NX logo in it. <laughs> and it's like, there's no logo. That's a code name. Mm-hmm. Like, this yeah. is not something that has sort of a, a presence in that fact. And yeah, fashion. and it could be, you know, it could be somebody trying to market their game and get noticed and get written up because there, you know, oh, there's no official NX case. software beyond The Legend of Zelda beyond. Mm. Um, but yeah, I also think though some some devs are just genuinely excited, right? If you're a classic old school Nintendo fan and you're working on a game, and you're like, oh man, I I know I want to be on this platform when it's coming out. You yeah. may just say, hey, I want to put this no, on and NX. I don't yeah, right? Put down like he probably had good intentions again. Yep. Well, I mean, as as excited as you can be without actually having a dev kit. Yeah, <laughs> which is we don't know who has what so far. If anyone even has anything, yeah. like well, I, the dev I mean, kits are out there. We there are dev much. kits yeah, out. Yeah, we to do who? know that. Uh, to bigger companies, uh, I can't say who. To be fair. Like, I would imagine bigger companies. Okay. I'm going to hide behind that. That's good. No, that's all I that's can. Well, do. That's good. That's good to hear yeah. because I that, feel like w- one of the big issues with the Wii U is that people found out about it so late. Uh, the devs couldn't really do anything but start porting things to it. Yeah. And um, I'm really hoping that gets rectified this time around. Yeah. But yeah. I think it is a little. I won't say the word disingenuous, but it's it's just a little like hypey. 
It's it's a little hypey to sort of just throw, to mm-hmm. throw a fake. That's hypey. Throw, uh, throw a fake NX logo in as something, you know? Like, it, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Right. I hear you. So then, uh, here we go. Pre-E3 extravaganza. Let's talk about basically everything. Let's. Do you mean, want my is, predictions for what Nintendo's going to show at all, E3? Let's not call it predictions, because to be honest, <laughs> I just, I felt, so we got a lot of feedback when I said, well, the show's canceled this week, because realistically, we didn't have a lot of equipment set up, and things were getting torn down, and we record later in the week than most shows here. Um, um, where was I going with this? I guess what I'm trying to say is that basically everything's been ironed out. I feel like going in with, we're not going to go into this episode with wild and crazy predictions. We've done that in the past. Yeah. Last year, you, you've said crazy things. No, it's all true. You've said crazy all came things. true. <laughs> Prove me wrong. You can't um, remember a thing. I can. I actually can look it up. It's uh, all documented. You <laughs> yeah, that, right? It is all documented. Uh, yeah, we so did, instead... We, yeah, oh, no, no, I was going to say, we, we did predictions on Podcast Beyond the other day, and somebody sent us an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> with them all written out. I'm like, oh, this is real now. Yeah, oh, man. Score. yeah of no. course. Oh, yeah, we got to go yeah. back sometime. No, so we, be careful yeah. what you say right now, Perry. Marty called the like the Mario Kart 8 bundle or whatnot, I think. I can't remember. No, anyway, nobody would be crazy enough to go back in time and find all the crazy predictions we've Yes, made. they will, and yes, they, they will. will because you just told them to now. All right, so, <laughs> so, so, more to the topic. So we do know... Did you know that things, our predictions right? are coming to Nintendo on, NX? Rain it in, rain it in, rain it in. Here we go. All right. We'll get to what do you got? Actually. Well, first of all, let's just set the stage, right? So we're starting uh, E3 and Treehouse Live with the first live gameplay of Pokemon Sun and Moon. So the bigger question is, and I know you two aren't the biggest Poké fans in the world, but do you expect a lot from that or just it to be sort of live gameplay, a couple, a feature here or there, and then let's get to Zelda? I, I think they... I think it'll it'll be pretty meaty. I think they'll show they'll show people what the major elements are. You know, usually in, in order to get Pokemon fans excited, you want to show a new Pokemon or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like something that's uh, that will get people speculating on how you know this game fits in with the others. So yeah, I, I, they, I think it'll be substantial. What we'll see. The last time I showed the three starter Pokemon, it was mm-hmm. it just blew up. You yeah, know, it, it, like there's an entire fan art community. I actually drew one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is I haven't done that in a while. And I was like, yeah. oh, let's, let's do that. Uh, but I, what would that like weird seal dude? What's his yeah, name? Yeah, don't ask me. Popolio, yeah. But so I think like it's simultaneously whatever they show, people will be very excited about. But I think they need to give a little bit more than just like a couple of little details here and there because it's not a big show. It is a big show, but it's not a big showing from Nintendo overall from what mm-hmm. we know so far. So uh, every, every moment counts, and I hope they actually blow this game open a little bit and show a lot of stuff in it. So we know that uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon will most likely get a dedicated new 3DS system. Yep. Do you show that at E3? Or do you I think so. That? No, I, th- I think that's, you know, Nintendo has been really successful with their, their, their shows throughout the year and kind of peppering these little kind of hardware announcements, you know, free items for, uh, you know, free downloads for one of their games or free items for me to more like I expect lots of stuff like that little interstitial programming where they have hey by the way here's some DLC for Splatoon or, yeah. or Mario Kart or something yeah, right yeah. whatever no, it will we'll be so, keep it more to Pokemon yeah and so I, I do think you'll see a Pokemon hardware announcement or Pokemon Amiibo you know oh, see, like so that's where I was going to yeah. go next Amiibo to me I don't know I think that Pokemon might be the one Nintendo franchise that is just too big for Amiibo. Really? If you went with the Pokemon themselves, I think it does set up a challenge of, there are 700 of them. So? What could we possibly pick to represent the that starters. is also at the same time going to work. I think the starters. I mean, that's... The starters make the most sense. But or the legendaries th- think, that are exclusive to Think about Moon. it. If each game had 
the, uh, a starter Pokemon packed in, you have three different editions, right? Mm-hmm. But what does it do? That's you, their, you carry it, all it your makes data money. with you on a 3DS that you take everywhere. I see. I, I don't. I don't think anybody <laughs> really cares that much yeah. about what they the do. No, yeah. it is the sad yeah. part. But it's like it's a collectible too, and they look good. And all the Pokemon um, amiibo, the, the Smash ones, look really good. They do. And so. There's just no way that that's the end of it. The Animal Crossing ones, I think we can call it, they tanked. They did not do well sales-wise, yeah. right? Like we keep seeing they them went, stores. They yeah. went too deep into the well, but Pokemon are their top talent. And like for them to not bring out Amiibo for Pokemon, is it, it's going to happen. I, I think happen. it needs to do something cool, though, because... I'm running out of the. Ex- I'm running very weary of the excuse that this looks cool. Like yeah. I want it to do something cool. Right. You know what I'm trying right. to say? Like I'm kind of tired of that. But maybe this I is. Maybe this is the proxy. Like it's not. You know, already the 3DS is portable, so it's not like oh, you can take your data with you and have yeah, it battle it can't others. Be that. You don't. You don't need. You know, you don't need a portable yeah. toy for that. You yeah, can already the costume do. thing, which is sort of the common element of it all. But uh, you know, if you can dress up your starter in some way, or well, if like it has I, functionality with other Pokemon, a, b- a bunch of the Animal Crossing Amiibo are on sale right now. So mm-hmm. I went on Amazon and I bought the Mystery Setter one for four dollars, and I bought the Cap'n one for Max because he looks exactly like. Max. <laughs> yeah, uh, same and, shirt. <laughs> yeah, and then it's it sits on my desk and it looks cool and it got me thinking like I can't remember the last time I scanned an amiibo. Yeah, that's like, a problem. I and does it matter? I mean, I don't know. Like it's weird because it's like I don't, I like I love toys. I love collectibles. They make really awesome Pokemon toys. Like they make that mm-hmm. Nendroid uh, Pokemon collector figure, which is really cool. It's licensed, but yeah, yeah. he's got the original the original mm-hmm. starters from the original Pokemon yeah. games. Really cool. Like Red I'd trainer. love to see them do something like that again. Um, those are obviously a little more expensive, but yeah, I mean the Amiibo thing is such a weird scenario, and I think especially for a portable game, I do like the idea of it being packed in with each one because that's just like a yeah. pretty bundle, especially if it's like if if there's three different colored uh, systems, you know, and each comes with the game, each comes with an Amiibo. That's really cool. Like, that's just a, a cool-looking box. Yeah. But how does it all come together? You're totally right, you know? I think the know? thing I love about Amiibo is just the idea that it can work across multiple titles. I just want one of those titles to have something substantial. Yeah. That, to me, is, is kind of the thing that I feel let down on the most. But let, let's not spend the, the whole show talking about that. Instead, let's move forward to... The game of the of the show, the game that everyone has eyes on, and that will be New Zelda. Sonic. Oh, the Legend of Zelda is going to get a demo right afterwards. We're that was my to prediction. The subtitle. <laughs> We're I'm, likely. I'm to, sorry. I, <laughs> there's no. There's I think we should have started the show saying, "Here are our E3 predictions." We should have gone around and said Zelda, and then just said, "Thank you so much for tuning in this week. It's been great. This was great." <laughs> The best opportunity. Yeah. But no, we'll right. get a subtitle for this game. For right? sure. We will we stop have calling it the new Legend of Zelda. Or wow, Legend you have a lot of faith. I think we will because you want to start marketing that game. And you want people to start calling it what it actually is. Do you know what it is? Legend of Zelda, right-handed girl on a horse. That's what it's called? That's the title. That's a pretty good name. Did, it's did, long. Uh, it so invokes piece, a lot of New piece of adventure. concept art came out this week. That's what Brian's referring <laughs> yes. to. And Link does look uh, more... What's the term um, for androgynous? Androgynous, feminine, yeah, okay. feminine? More androgynous than ever yeah. in that particular shot. Now there has been speculation uh, okay. that Nintendo will go with an option where you can choose between a male or a female Link. 
I, I would welcome that. This podcast has been 100% on board with that. Because yeah. Link is a cipher. Link is less of a Mario character. And we said that on the show before, regardless of if that upsets you or not. It's, an inco- it's a reincarnation story. That, that was yeah. our explanation. We don't but have to retread it. I, I do feel like going with a female lead would be the stronger approach, would be the better approach. I think it, them taking that chance on that, to me, says more it's, than giving you the option. It's cool. It's just like, ah, the, the reason why I would like it if it was surprising and unique and it just like it's been there's been such a movement for a stronger female characters which is awesome in, in games that it is no longer surprising and unique right yeah. it's like it's kind of like the expected if that happens so like I'd be I'd be totally fine with it but I'm totally fine and would not be disappointed if Link was the boy he's always yeah, been and that's fine too and like, I'm, I'm sorry I'm like you, you can't look at the art and state with confidence that that is a girl because otherwise you know like uh, you know Final Fantasy Fantasy, that's a bunch of girls driving in a car too, yeah. right? Like these yeah. are it's these are very they're very male from all directions this week. <laughs> they're very <laughs> soy sauce, beautiful people, yeah, Japanese no, totally. anime character yeah. models, yeah. and you know. Yeah, we I, brought this up on the show before. Sorry, I yeah. just want to go with if, if it's a male, it's a male. That's it. Like we're okay with it, um, regardless of what you decide to choose. I do feel like going female would be a better approach, but I, it's not I, the end of I, the world. I kind of hope it is, just because I think that'd be cool because it's never been done before, but I also hope that if that's what happens, it's not just a palette swap, you know? It's Which not is just the option thing. Right. Yeah, that's what but that feels like. If you look at the way they handled Linkle, um, I don't really think that character had a great backstory or great depth, and I, I, I wasn't... In, it was in, silly. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I wasn't I was very happy with the way they handled Linkle, so I would I would like for this to be handled but, much better if that's where this goes. But that was a spinoff game, and it is different developers, and I think they were just going for something... Like, on spinoff stuff, the, the rules are out the window, right? You can just kind of go with whatever totally. and see how, how that works. Yeah. So Link is right-handed. That's also sent people just off a cliff in terms of speculation, because right away, I've, I've seen a lot of people try to connect that. Well, what does that say about an X? I don't know if it's meant to say anything. I mean, let's let's wait and see, right? Like, yes, that does break tradition of Link being left-handed. And the only games that Link was right-handed were ones that involved a Wii Remote and motion controls. Yeah, yeah. I do not think that is the direction for this game. I do not think that is the direction for an X. If you're saying, well, I don't want motion controls in Zelda Wii U, I'm here to disappoint you that it's going to have motion controls because that's what the gamepad does. The very first demonstration you got for this thing on the Game Awards, Miyamoto or Aonuma had the gamepad in his hand and was showing how you can aim to drop a waypoint marker. Yeah. That will be there. And that is an option. That is not the end of the world. Yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like if you think about Ocarina of Time uh, 3DS, Majora's Mask 3DS, these had very, Wind Waker, subtle motion control uh, options that I thought worked very well because it was the kind of thing that you didn't have to think about. And when people think motion controls, they think, um, you know, Twilight Princess, Sky- Skyward, Skyward Sword. They Sword. think all this, like, uh, slashing and moving. I mean, Skyward Sword made a little more sense because it at least matched your movements one-to-one for the most part. Yep. Yeah, so I, I think the explanation for the right-handedness, and, like, if you look at the older shots of Link holding the bow, right, like, you pull the arrow back with your right hand when you're holding a, yeah. a bow as a yes. right-handed person. And so I think the proxy right for that, Fair. when you're holding the controller or the gamepad for the Wii U version, you can aim by lifting the gamepad up and down and do the motion aiming, right? But then maybe use the right stick to pull back on the bowstring, right? Like if I, Nintendo is very careful to make sure your actual actions match what you see on screen. That's why they had the you know the right-handed flip for the Wii mode. Yeah. And so maybe they're doing the same thing where like your action of pulling back the string is actually on your right hand 
um, even if you're holding I one mean, controller. I mean, that could be one option. It could just also be ZR is is used to fire. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I'm not sure that because they want could you be. to be able to control no, that could camera be. too. And the minute you give up the right stick for that, you lose that a little bit. Although you have motion controls to kind of handle that as well. Splatoon did a pretty good job of showing you why motion controls yep. in an action environment can work, especially just keeping track of where everything is around you uh, or quickly turning to shoot at things. That said, but yeah, it could be a button on the right. The, jumping off the horse and shooting things with your bow and arrow is what you're going to be doing a lot of. Yep. We, we've seen that's the central thing they've been willing to show. And yet, in all this concept art, Link is still not in that tunic. I just want to point that out. And that also points to I just keep wondering, what are they trying to say with that? Like, why, why, why are we seeing Link so different? Um, and I don't think there's an answer. Well, it depends on how much we've seen in the game, right? I mean, if you, if you just watched the first few hours or the first, the first little bit of, of Wind Waker, you'd be yeah. like, oh, man. It's the same shirt. No tunic. Like, what's yeah. going on? Where's it yeah, going to yeah, yeah. Like, things change, you know? And I think it's, it's not that big of a deal. We've also seen the last Zelda game we all played was, uh, what was it? Four Sword Adventures, sure. right? Um, and, or Triforce Heroes. Triforce I'm sorry. Triforce Heroes. I get this confused a lot. Uh, and that, that entire game was about switching costumes. Yeah, but, so. but when Nintendo showed Wind Waker to a crowded room at E3, you saw Link the way you always saw him. Sure. Every single demonstration, in fact, I feel, of Zelda or every reveal of prior Zeldas have been, you know, this this character the way you've always seen mm-hmm. him. And we talked about it on the show before. There's been, you know, on our part saying, well, maybe it's that they're just trying to play up the world and how different it's going to be. And I think that's cool. Yeah. Or maybe it's customization. Pear made that point once. I think mm-hmm. that's also very cool. And but I would like that. I can't wait to find I, out. I yeah. think, I mean, I think they chose this look because it ties in directly with Wind Waker. This is one of the few Zelda games that has a more of a cel-shaded style, mm-hmm. right? So it's like the Wind Waker has grown up, right? Mm-hmm. Like approach. And so choosing that blue tunic, which is really similar to Link's, like, remember you had a little lobster on yeah. his yeah. outfit in Wind Waker at the yeah. beginning? Like, it looks like a spiritual successor to yeah, it. Yeah, another thing to play up is that there is the book, uh, there's a book on one of the pieces of concept art, and it has the eye, the, it, an eye shape that looks like the Shikai. Mm-hmm. Um, or she, am I Shika. saying that right? Shika. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that is also all plastered all over Nintendo's e3.nintendo.com uh, site. Mm-hmm. And that has something to do with it as well. Like whatever that book is about, and I don't know what it is. Maybe that's what's happening on the gamepad. You're able to like look things up and sort of have that interaction. I don't know. I'm not a game designer. I'm just speculating. Um, we do have to move on, but I'm going to ask you guys uh, t- two more quick questions. One. Uh, or I'm just going to say this isn't a question. We're expecting a multi-part demo, yep. right? Something maybe along the lines of how Ocarina of Time was presented, but how is Twilight Princess and the, Skyward presented? The past, Were they shorter I'm trying, demos like it's, that? I don't I've covered this franchise for so long. I'm trying to remember, but it's usually you get a three-part demo. There's the there's the dungeon, there's the boss battle, right. and then there's something else that's unique about the game, right? Okay. Like Wind Waker was sailing or something like that. And so Chronic, I'm right. expecting them to do that so again. So horse riding, yeah. probably out in open world, and may hopefully, uh, please, a dungeon. I just want to see what it looks like. Please. I know. Please. I know. Take and then, inside. I want to see the nighttime. I want to see everything. Yeah, and Sorry. then they'll cap I'm the cracking. time, right? Like the demos reset, so mm-hmm. like you can't actually pro, uh, progress very far. Okay. Uh, but man, I'm ready. I'm so what ready I, to play this game. I, 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 don't, and I don't want to tip their hats or anything because I'm sure it's too late for, for to cover up anything if there's any in there. Mm-hmm. But I want to I want to see if I can just kind of peek around mm-hmm. and see if there's any hints about any NX stuff that's like, this feels weird. This is different mm-hmm. than what we have. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of, like, so for example, there was that ukulele trailer the other day, and people mm-hmm. started digging through it, and they found, like, Puzzle weird piece. little Easter yeah, eggs to yeah. Banjo-Kazooie and Rare games and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like, if there's even a pixel in this game that seems like it's out of place that might 
lead to maybe a clue about the NX or how this game will play on the NX. Because we're technically playing Wii U f- version. Uh, yeah, we're playing the Wii U version for sure. But we're also playing an NX game. Like we're gonna yeah. be, we're gonna be checking out an NX game in a few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and however that looks when once it gets there, whatever that means. Um, so let's see. Let's let's yeah. Around. So let's go into the right away. Go into the menus. Look for yeah. VR mode. So here's the plan. I'm online gonna, settings. I'll distract them. Yeah. I'll set off. Like, so you are doing the distraction? Uh-huh. I always feel like I'm more distracted. I have a bad feeling they might really? know. Yeah. I, I look like a criminal. You look like a nice dude. You do dude. look like a criminal. Yeah, so I can distract yeah. them. Okay. Yeah. I'll pull a curtain down or something okay. like that. I like it. Yeah. Just uh, drop your gamepad. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 Peril will sneak in and yeah. do what he has to do. <laughs> All right. So uh, last thing uh, on the Zelda topic. Amiibo. We know that the Twilight Princess, uh, excuse me, the Wolf Link Amiibo works with Zelda Wii U. Mm-hmm. Do they talk about that? Or do they talk about other Amiibo? To me, I think no, because the lead time on this is too long. Yeah. We know that this is a 2017 game, and we know NX comes out in March, mm-hmm. and they're coming out on both platforms, Wii U and NX. The- but So the Smash series had like a six-month lead time or a five-month lead time until those figures came out. In this case, that's like a year. Yeah. It just seems a little much. But I think they mapped out the strategy for Amiibo already, and they haven't had a, a big success. You know, Disney is out of the way now. I think it... it I think they will tell the story of how they continue to support Amiibo fans, mm-hmm. and I think they will show. Uh, I I don't think they'll talk about the Wolf Link Amiibo as much as they'll talk about Amiibo for set, Zelda. Yeah, yeah. New set of Zelda See, that's, to me, that's like an easy thing. Like your show is focused on the Legend of Zelda. They have to. They were originally planning to launch this year. They they must have talked about what Amiibo they oh, launched no, they, with. It's got to. And, so, and X is going to support Amiibo. I mean, come now, on. Let's now is a good time. Yeah. Now is now is a good time to say here it is. And by the way, you know Here's this. Amiibo will set. also work with NX. Thank So let's move on. Treehouse Live <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you. is on Wednesday. Luigi. And uh, basically, it will continue, and on Wednesday is going to sort of focus on... I mean, the games they've talked about are games that are coming out this year, and that makes sense. Usually, E3 for Nintendo has been promoting uh, games that are coming out within the next six months. Pear is looking up hideous uh, Zelda art, which he needs to stop. So, <laughs> Non-official so far, Zelda art. Not, <laughs> n- very not official. Not safe for work Zelda art. No. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations, totally uh, which has a release work. date of November 28th. That's yep. going to get a demonstration. Dragon Quest Seven: Fragments of the Forgotten Past, which I think Nintendo is publishing. That is going to get a date. I would not be surprised. I mean, if it doesn't get a date, I'd be surprised. Like, that game needs a date. Uh, there are Dragon Quest fans who have been waiting for that game since, like, 2013 when it came out in Japan. Um, and it took this long to finally bring it out to uh, 3DS. There's a Mario and Sonic at the Rio Olympics game that's coming out on June 24th. I wouldn't be surprised if that shows up only because Tokyo Mirage Sessions got name-dropped. That comes out the same day, June 24th. Right. Yep. Um, and that is, I got to just quickly say, that game is a lot better than I thought it would be. Really? Um, yeah. No, very colorful. Very. The menus are fantastic. Uh, the, the battle system is interesting. I finally got to play like an hour and a half of it, and I thought it was very cool. Much better than I thought Look uh, at you. initially. Yeah, I'm, I'm really surprised by it. Now, I want to make, let's what? preface this. I am not into, uh, the J-pop's not working for me. Uh, and I was going to say, diva, where's the butt? The diva subculture, like weirdness thing, just... I, pass okay 100 like 
No, but good um, to hear that you're uh, you're no longer uh, um, on the hate squad. On the hate squad, and Nintendo's yeah. doing a better job, I think, of promoting it. Finally, thank goodness. Like they've had a few videos where they're explaining how combat works, explaining right. what's going on in the right. world. Mm-hmm. Um, also, coolest uh, Wii U gamepad feature is you get text messages from your friend on that screen. It's almost oh, like really? an unfolding conversation. You don't type the messages back; you just kind of tap a bubble. Yeah. But I think it's smart. I think it's one of the smarter uses That's cool. of that second. I like screen. it a lot. Yeah, not not having to break away from that. Uh, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix doesn't have a date. That is the my favorite Rhythm Heaven game uh, of all time. That's coming mm-hmm. over. Uh, Dragon Quest Eight: Journey of the Cursed King probably won't get a date, but hopefully they'll say something about it. Um, and then you have Sonic Boom Fire. Why did you make me include this? <laughs> Because it's uh, it's going to be on the show. Like, there's just not that much uh, content for Nintendo platforms that they will showcase Sonic. Sonic's a popular franchise still, right? Surprisingly, does pretty well. to this day, that franchise yeah. endures despite how many bad games have happened yeah. in the last five years. But, like, look, I mean, with any franchise, things can go in the wrong direction, and then they can turn it around and with a different developer bring yeah. it in the right. I mean, Sonic Boom, it's the same devel- uh, developer as the uh, last game. So we'll, we'll see what this looks like. Um, I'm sure it'll be on the show. Mm-hmm. So here's the two games I wonder if we're going to hear any mention of. One, Metroid Prime Federation Force, which is slated for August 19th in North America. It's out in two months. They should say something about it. I mean, there's every time they've opened their mouth about that game, it has done nothing but upset people. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know to, I don't know how to feel about that because it's like it's happening no matter what. All the downvotes in the world won't stop the 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 reality that people worked on this thing and they're going to put it out. It is a product that will exist. Mm-hmm. Uh and you can't you can't just send it out without without proving to people you need to have that sort of like this is where so even sure. like so we had the, there's a Ghostbusters remake right mm-hmm. and people were really down on it and then there was like an international trailer that came out and all of a sudden people were like oh this should have led with that mm-hmm. that was pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, it still got billions of downvotes because people are mean but uh, ultimately they said it looks a little better I have an open mind about this now okay. that's what this needs. They need the Ghostbusters International trailer version of Metroid Prime Federation Force yeah. where they go, this is what this game is. Uh, it's, not, it's not as bad as you thought it was. It's still not the Metroid you want it to be, but it is what it is, so come and enjoy it. It's a funny story, though, because the last time they did talk about this game, I thought that's what they, I thought what they showed was fitting of that, and yet right. I still saw nothing but a trail of tears uh, <laughs> that could be measured by downvotes, essentially. Yeah, but that's Which the- is unfortunate, because, look, you're not getting a standalone Metroid anytime soon. Like, I you have to embrace that fact and let this game stand on its own merits. Yeah, I mean, that is how this is going to play this out. Is, it's a bigger conversation than this show, but this is part of gaming culture now, and it's a toxic part that I don't like. If you look at the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare trailer, mm. it's one of the most downvoted in history. The Watch of Dogs YouTube. trailer, uh, in, yeah. yeah, and YouTube, uh, the Watch Dogs trailer fr- from this week, which I thought looked awesome, yeah. um, was is at about a 50-50 likes to dislikes. I oh, mean. Yeah. Yeah, that got that got that many downvotes too. I yeah, mean, like, what was so offensive about it? About the last oh, it's one, skepticism because they think it's uh, it's bull. Yeah, well, they don't want to get burned by Ubisoft okay. or whatever. But so I, yeah. I mean, it's, right. the reality is that like th- these people do not control the entire conversation. That is just a outspoken minority of people that are clicking the downvote button. But that being said. Nintendo has a lot to prove with what is next, the next installment in the Metroid franchise in some weird way, right? It's got the word Metroid on the true, box. It's true, yeah. no, Samus it's is in it, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Samus will talk to you. Okay, that's about so it. Ooh. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about Samus talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The other uh, hot button game, and this is, sets off even in my mind if this is their holiday game, uh, Paper Mario Color Splash. Right. 
will they will they show and talk about it? And that set off uh, a lot of anger on the internet as well because Paper Mario has deviated so far from its RPG roots. Mm-hmm. There have been Sesame Street style public, puppet videos of complaints. There have been <laughs> people leaving like nasty comments and all kinds of weird weirdness. I want to watch those um, puppet videos. Now. Don't don't. It's not worth it. Um, but <laughs> I. <laughs> I just miss the days where, don't get me wrong, it is our job, the people in this room, it is our job to uh, be skeptical and scrutinize things. I, yeah. I understand that. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, that's our responsibility, and I get that. But at the same time, there is a thing called the benefit of the doubt and waiting until you hear more. Yes. And, you know, sometimes we, we, we drop the ball, right? We jump to conclusions. We go, oh, blah, 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 whatever. Like, I just, uh, I'm not interested or first look I never great. said rah, 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 rah. No, but the difference I is, I think, the difference, Jose, is that we always give it the time it's at least deserved when the game is released. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I've been uh, skeptical pre-release. I, I, I mean, my my entire the way my life cycle on Mighty Number no. Nine went. Like thinking about like the the way Mighty Number no. Nine was announced, mm. uh, the reveals, the concept art, uh, how much money it made, and then versus like the final version and the final trailer that was out recently, mm-hmm. and then I played it again in the office the other day. It's not what I wanted it to be, but you know what? It's still fun. It's mm-hmm. coming to it's coming to Nintendo platforms. Like it's going to yeah. be a cool game. Yeah. It's not what you want it to be. It's not another Mega Man game, but it's going to be a fun, interesting thing. Mm-hmm. So give it. Give it the time of day, at least. I mean, yeah. there are so many ways to play games now, too, with, like, Gamefly <clears throat> or, or Steam or borrowing it from yeah. a friend or something like that. It Red doesn't, Box. Red yeah, Box. Yeah, exactly. Red Box. There's, there's so many different ways to do that. So I think, like, nowadays, people, they see something they don't like, and they click the downvote button, and they are intending to send a message to a developer. The yeah. developer is supposed to, up, you know, kind of flip over their entire creative vision and, 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 and tool it around these people who are not necessarily sure what they want either. So... Uh, I, I feel like that is a it's a negative side of this sort of reactionary culture we have now where yeah. people have um, something to say and without thinking about it, it's immediately out there. So I, I, I urge you just like give this game the time of day. Be, have an open ear when coming into E3 for stuff like Federation Force and the new uh, Paper Mario game. Like, yeah, they're not what they used to be and they're not what you might think they should be. But those games that you love will always exist forever. Nintendo usually makes them pretty easy to play them again. I mean, all the Metroid Prime games are pretty much on Wii U mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah, yeah, Paper Mario. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's an interesting discussion, right? Like, they have been... Th- this is the age where creators are more accessible than ever. Yes. You can post a YouTube video and it can get a lot of views and it may be seen by the creator of the product you're criticizing. Right. You know, you can tweet at somebody. You can do a, a, a petition. All these... You have all these mechanisms. Um, and, like, you know... they're I'm not opposed to that feedback loop of an audience saying like, hey, we're still here. Make another one of those games because we'll put our money where our mouth is. And you, you see this with uh, with Kickstarters, right? Yeah. They're games that everybody thought, oh, this is a bad format for a game. We should never make a side-scroller like this again. And then they do really well on Kickstarter, right? And mm-hmm. But there's also the ugly side. Like you, you say where, you know, the story isn't, hey, that's not the game I wanted, so I'm going to sit this out. But it's like, I hate you and you will die because right. you're great at this well, and, and, and that's the issue. And folks find a niche and folks that agree with them and then it kind of amplifies even though it's yeah. not a large group of people. Um, but uh, look, I don't want to seem like we're grandstanding and we're going to get back to uh, sort of our predictions train. Sure. But it, yeah, just be willing to give these games a shot. I, yeah. I urge you. And if you walk out of whatever they show, and I think they will show both actually um, – yeah, and you're not impressed? Don't buy it. Totally. Yeah. And we're not, we're not saying you have to like praise everything everyone does and positivity and all that. Uh, but 
you know, and you're allowed to be skeptical. You're allowed to be critical, but don't be judgmental to the point where you're like, this is the worst thing ever. And I'm going to attack the people making it. It doesn't because it doesn't honestly, like you're not going to stop the development of a game. I'd like to think that not a single one of our listeners would do that. anyway. So we're kind of preaching to the choir here, but it's like, you know, don't amplify that sort of messaging, like be the voice of reason and say, you know, I, I don't think this looks good either, but. You know, yeah. let's see what it looks Moving like when it's done. Yeah, yeah, totally. All right, so then let's talk about some surprises. Mm-hmm. What are some potential surprises, things that you would either hope to see or think we'll see? Um, one, I will I will throw this out there. I'll lead off with... Uh, <laughs> that's all the time we have this weekend. Mother, yeah, that's it. We're out. Mother 3! Mother 3! Like, what is going on? So last year at uh, the, uh, what was it, Nintendo World Championship... Yep. There was just the innocent, hey, uh, look, Earthbound Beginnings. And it's that NES one that got localized but that we never released. Yeah. How about that? Isn't mm-hmm. that cool? And, you know, we were excited. I know Andrew, his, uh, whatever uh, he was wearing almost fell off of him because he was so excited. Yeah. Uh, so Mother 3, there's been a ton of speculation. We have said on this show we believe this game will come out. I think the E3 audience and during Treehouse Live would be a good time to point out that that title has a release date. You only have to show it. Just put up a banner and say, hey, guess what? You know that Mother game you always yep. wanted? It's coming out yeah, later this year. It's the it's the little things like that that, that keep us going in the world, you know? Especially right. in a very slim E3. Like, throw a couple little things like that, you mm-hmm. know? That's yeah. A, yeah, that's the easy nugget yeah. of, of joy that you can toss at the waiting masses and say, we know we're late. Will tide you over, right? Yes. Like I was, uh, you know, I remember when we covered the Nintendo 64. Nintendo took out an ad saying, you know, good things come to those who wait. You know, and it had Mario swinging Bowser by a tail in the in the ad creative, and it's like they basically appeal to the audience to say, hang in there, we've got stuff coming. Yeah. Nowadays, the best way to do that is to give people something like that, mm-hmm. a special edition of something, new DLC, or you know, a classic game that you re-release on the current platform. Right. I think that'll be good. I think okay. I think that's a that's a good bet. Nice, but nice. you know, as we've said so many times, like I cannot believe this hasn't happened yet so yeah. it's like this it's almost like this running joke where we, we will be sitting here in 20 years you know you guys <laughs> with know. your regular bodies me in a uh, floating head in a <laughs> aquarium uh reanimated and saying like where the hell is this mother the, three the, the disney money shoot uh, that's right yeah <laughs> you're just like walt yeah so on that same train like my my <laughs> i was gonna say you're you're putting a lot of uh, a lot of faith into the health of jose and i versus yeah. you that you're gonna He's going to outlive you guys. Well, I'm 63 years old. You guys are 24. Whatever. All right. Um, Give give us a prediction. So, uh, no, it's like you guys wear me down. I'm not going to make it (laughs) because you're so mean. Um, No, you you put your finger on something when we talked about the Minecraft Mario download. Mm -hmm. You know, and like if, if this heralds the day of closer collaboration between Nintendo and Mojang, um, you know, maybe this is the time to say everybody's loving this Mario thing, and guess what? Here's another one focused on the Legend of Zelda coming in fall. But right? you're buying in the this fall. One. But you're probably yeah, buying this yeah. one. First hits free. Something like that. Yeah, and it's something like everybody loved this update, so now there's a download, a DLC pack for Minecraft only on Nintendo Wii U and other platforms in the future yeah. where you can play Minecraft with the Zelda tiled set. I like it. Yeah. Brian, what you got? Uh, I'm into that. Um, let's see. This is 
total shot in the dark, but I'm really hoping for a lot of stuff to sort of like celebrate around Zelda. And we got that email from them the other day saying that they're doing new stuff for Mitomo based on how many retweets this one tweet gets. Yep, uh, yep. So if you follow Nintendo of America on Twitter and you want some free hats or hairs, Hair. uh, again, <laughs> which was adding more fuel to that fire of like the the gender debate about who you star as. Would here, you like some hair? Would you like some hair? Yeah. Because there's a there's the, the tunic, the hat, the, the green hat thing, the elf's hat. What do they call that? Just an elf's hat. Yeah. It's and then there was one that was just hair. So uh, you yeah. can get both of those. Um, they're also also hinting at doing a sale around Zelda properties, which is great because I just bought Link to the Past for my 3DS the other day for the 40th yeah, time. Yeah, let me so. do that. I get so disappointed because you're preaching to the choir that probably owns like 90% yes. of the people that saw that probably own it. We already. have them all. I got them but, all already. You guys are taking a chance on you know yeah. your adopter that just got here, and I and I get it. But what about me? Yeah, yeah. What about me? Right. So. Put put that ad on Nickelodeon, yeah. not in front of us. Uh, I would like. I would really like to see something around more stuff around the celebration of. Of, of Zelda and Link, you know, put those characters into more properties, um, possibly porting more games to the Wii U or the 3DS. I don't know what few aren't even there at this point, mm-hmm. but there's got to be a few, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. get them out there. I secretly have always wanted, like, a, a really cool sort of HD remake of Link's Awakening I can play on my TV. No, like, anything nice. to do with those. I mean, I think that, that game just... Would you keep that perspective, or you want something full 3D? Well, I mean, I would, I, I would want something top-down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just the way that game works. No, I mean, but if you look, sure. look the way Link Between Worlds is not necessarily meaning I want that art style, but um, yeah, I feel like I feel yeah. like there's a there's a lot of celebrating around Zelda that they can do. So I'm surprised anniversary you only do yeah. it once. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm surprised none of you guys have brought up the concept of of a hardware announcement at E3. Not of an date. NX. I want a date. No, you hang on before you run with that. Okay. If they said NX reveal this date at E3, that'd be cool. <laughs> No, yeah, that'd like, be really that's cool. That's it. You yeah. win. That's it. Everyone's what, excited. What, for no, this. you will not win, but you'll at least no, get as excited for Stop another it. Stop it. announcement. Stop it. All of you, you're being irresponsible. I know what you're doing right now. You're inflating the big hype balloon, and it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna it's, shoot all over the parking yeah. lot. It's not. It's just gonna. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, Nothing, and you guys know they told us. Brian not to will do- be standing there. We'll nothing. say that's not a balloon. That's a condom. <laughs> nothing's gonna happen. But Brian, Brian, just committing to a date would set so many people at ease and shift excitement to just waiting for that to happen. A date of when the system's out, or no, a, date a date when they can- when they're gonna finally so, show so- talk. Say something. So that you want a countdown clock to a countdown clock. <laughs> yeah. Announcements of announcements. Okay. But this is the one time that I, I you yeah, know what? I'll give you that. Tune in for it's the teaser. Than not having something. Damn it, you guys. You always do sorry, this. Sorry, okay. sorry. All right. Go but no, but my hardware, my hardware thought was they, they said, hey, we're focus, focusing on Zelda and we'll have some, uh, you know, we have a couple of other games, 3DS, but they didn't say that they wouldn't be talking about Wii U hardware, right? right? Like there's the concept of price drop, mm-hmm. right? I Which, like it. I guarantee you the other one of the other two will kick off the conference with a price drop. Microsoft already did. Yeah, they already did. And so we're, they, those two, those systems are. When did that happen? Was I asleep? Or they something? dropped on their website. Yeah, oh, they I see. They dropped fifty yeah. bucks the other day. So Which, temporary price drop. You know, now the eye is on Sony. What Nintendo will do is is now the big question, right? Will they yeah. lower the price further because you know, like they can. St- sell off a bunch of their existing Wii U inventory yeah. and get prepped for the NX, which would be smart. Or they can wait till the fall and do yeah. it then. So, so quick PSA or, on that. Yeah. If you're on the fence about buying literally any system ever made, wait. Yeah. Wait five days right now. Do not buy a 3DS. Do not buy a Wii U. Do not buy an Xbox One or a PS4. That, that's Just good advice. Wait a few days. Very, very good advice. Save the but money. what about a Wii U Slim? 
No, what about no. what about it? Hold no. on, they've done this for markets for they the have, Wii, right? For successful now, platforms. Now, this has not been what you would call a success. I have I have made this claim. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the guy who poos your thing by the way. No, 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 go ahead. No, no, I, I just I'm don't think it's it. real. Uh, so I don't I don't think it's going to happen either. I just wanted to raise the oh, the idea God. that you can create a cheaper unit where you drop certain features and you basically you're creating the for lack of a better term the Walmart edition at the end of the life yeah. cycle. People care about a cheap machine that they can bring home for their family and they can buy a bunch of games for yeah, that are also cheaper. For the kid. Like I, the, I would the love to get only, a Wii U for my niece. The only challenge with the Wii U is that you can't drop a hard drive because it doesn't have one, right? Yeah. Like you, there, there's not a lot you can do to Backwards this machine to to drop out of it to yeah, make it a lot it cheaper worse because it has the same name. Like it's just it's yeah. one extra letter. Well, like, it would be the Wii U Slim. No, I mean, back, if you drop backwards oh. compatibility, like, that doesn't solve your problem either because there's a bunch so of Wii I, games out there. Well, that the you PlayStation might want to still play. has PlayStation in it. And so, what are you guys are, pretty, are you predicting? Sort of like a like a 2DS version of the Wii U, yeah, the cheaper like version. Yeah, exactly. Like strips out yep. some of the the budget. I just don't think anyone would be excited. I think they're done. I, I think, think they're yeah. done. NX yeah. just needs to get here. Yeah. Like, I agree with you guys. I don't think I don't think they're going to do it because I don't. because I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they want to I'd be want to tell that story. I'd be interested in it, but if you look at I mean the GameCube didn't even get anything like mm-hmm. that. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like N sixty four didn't? Yeah. Technically? Technically no. Did the they did do some revisions? They I'm dropped some like, ports and things. That was the Wii that dropped the. Uh, oh yeah, dropped yeah, the internet connection. Internet connection. Canadian Wii, we call it on yeah, the show. Yeah, that yeah, was red. It yeah, was red and black. Um, um, no, but I, I I don't see them doing that. I think the Wii U is just. It, it, I've, I've always described the Wii U as like it's like when you throw a party. And you're expecting the best, yep. yeah. but then not a lot of pe- uh, people show up. And you have two options. You can either be like, all right, well, there's only a few people here, but we're going to have the best party that we could ever have. Mm-hmm. Or you just go, oh, man, this party's a bust. All right, yep. well, we're going to start planning for a different party. And I think that's what they're doing. They're doing the latter in this situation. So I, I, as much as I'd like to see more people play the games on Wii U, I think they will make those available through the NX. Uh, all the hard work they put into the software that's on the Wii U, which is really – there's a lot of really good stuff on that system. Mm-hmm. Um, they will find a way for people to, uh, to discover next year. Uh, mm-hmm. on, uh, through, as playing something like that through a Wii U, not happening. Yeah, uh, they still haven't finished the Smash Brothers line for Amiibo, so hopefully that gets uh, you know Bayonetta, Corin, Cloud, uh, one of which is a Nintendo character. But regardless, yep. like you need to kind of nip that in the bud and get that that finished so people can finish their collections. I'm speaking for myself yep. here. You still have a bunch of software that hasn't been announced for the U.S., so you have uh, some interest in Detective Pikachu, which is the weirdest thing we've ever seen. But mm-hmm. some people would really like that, and it is Pokemon's 20th anniversary, which you can only do once mm-hmm. um you have box boy 2 which came out in japan already you have Picross 3d2 which also is that been out in oh, japan yeah. it just makes me wonder are they going to commit and just bring those over you would hope so you would think so yeah i would hope um, so i mean they're still they're still like oddly trickling out games on all those platforms i, I still they, wake up every morning and on, uh, every thursday morning and look at that email from them the pr email that's like mm-hmm. this is all the stuff we're putting out we're doing new themes we're doing this and like there have been oddly trickling out virtual console games across uh, both those pa- platforms, specifically, weirdly enough, on the Wii U, uh, today they put out Wario Master of Disguise, which is a DS game 
none of you remember. Oh, no, 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 I remember it. It was bad. It was bad? It was not good. So that's a thing. It was the worst part of, like, the Dana Carvey joke that is that movie, Master of Disguise. Yes, totally. It it just wasn't a great game. Yeah. The only only question is whether it becomes too much of a grab bag then, right? Because, yes, they're doing that. They're releasing new downloadable games. By the way, Picross and Box Boy, these are all good games. And they're worth playing. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if you load your E3 show full of that stuff, right? Because then it feels like the here are a thousand tiny things and like it you know i think that's really smart honestly what you're saying rather yeah. that this isn't big enough for e3 um and you would probably save it for a nintendo direct afterwards you're probably stronger being a zelda and pokemon show at that point yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's why like even i kind of doubt if super mario maker will get something like i hope it would i hope that you know right. last year nintendo turned mm-hmm. e3 week into don't get me wrong their e3 presentation wasn't lighting the world on fire but it was hey on sunday a smash thing uh later in the week another thing this thing uh you know here's earthbound's beginnings mm-hmm. here's like they went smaller but they still try to pepper in things that that yeah. make sense there's there's one more thing that we haven't mentioned that oh, and, oh, is worth sorry. discussing on the software front Go for it. We'll end with splatoon us. mario maker pikmin you know all these games um have gotten updates after the fact with mm-hmm. dlc yep. or kind of new stuff sometimes free with mario kart 2 mm-hmm. right and, and dlc in Pikmin's case yeah. star fox is the odd man out where there was no talk about it receiving future updates or anything do you think I the think numbers aren't strong enough i don't i think that game tanked hard sadly yeah, I think so? um yeah no i i mean i yeah i i just don't see the support for that game that feels like very much a one and done experience like we we set out to make this thing. We we ch- struggled to the finish line, but we got it out, and we need to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I interpreted that. No, I, I I agree with you. I think they definitely look at performance. Though Pikmin was not a strong player, but I think in those days they were playing around with DLC to see and, how many users would actually pay and download add-on well, and, content. And they have pointed out that like Fire Emblem, Smash Brothers, Mario mm-hmm. Kart all did extremely well or yep. at least very well yeah, on there yeah. and in terms of DLC like imagine if you woke up and it's like hey here's your proper battle mode in, in Mario Kart 8 which by or, the way would be unprecedented and weird and like wait what well, or or in Star Fox you or, know there yeah, is no yeah. com- there's no multiplayer yeah, combat in no this one I think, uh, not, I think, I think not like that franchise was ever strong I mean they had multiplayer modes but they were never that great yeah, but the yeah. concept and the controls are good for I them. think they're fully done with both of those games yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. I think no more Mario Kart no I think no, I think I mean, they're focused until the HD edition comes it out next really year on NX. it would be so weird it would be as weird as that E3 when I first got here that it was like hey we've updated the controls to Pikmin it's like wait Pikmin came out in August of last year. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, and, and don't get me wrong, they were better controls. In yep. fact, the game should have shipped with those. They were fantastic. Um, anyway, we got to go. That's that's what we have. That's our prediction sure. show. I think uh, you know. I still love this conversation. I have to say, I was kind of dreading it. I hated it. There wasn't much to predict. <laughs> You hate everything. You're the crankiest. No, I love hanging out with you guys, and I'm really excited for the show. I think it's going to be cool. Like, there, you know, while while obviously there are not going to be these big shockers and announcements and this kind of tingle of excitement for Nintendo's reveals, it's like. We get, to play, we get to play Zelda. Yeah. We get to yeah. play The Legend of Zelda. And if you're in New York City and you qualify for the first 500 who get to do that, you get to join us. Uh, then that's going to be really cool. I can't wait. I honestly, that's the only game I'm thinking about leading into the show is Zelda, 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 Zelda. Right hand guy or girl link. I don't care. Zelda. 
It's exciting. It's All right. Well, thank you for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We will be at E3. Can you believe it? Next week. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Pair noted the times earlier in the show. If you have feedback, send it to MVC at IGN.com. And you can find us on Twitter. You can find Brian Altano at Agent Bizzle. You can find Pear Schneider at Pear IGN. You can find myself, Jose underscore Otero. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.